I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Almost Famous, the podcast where I meet other people with famous family members and discuss how that has affected their journeys through life. My guest today is footballer, football manager, podcaster, and now gambling brand Paddy Powers Rewards Club ambassador, Rodri Giggs. If I'd have played football and I'd have been dedicated as he would have been, I would have been a better footballer than him. Rodri has played for Welsh football clubs Banger and Aberystwyth, as well as playing for FC United, then eventually managing Salford City. And then a year later, I get back to Manchester, a year later, I'm in prison. He has since been running the academy at FC United before taking his first steps into the entertainment industry with his appearance in a critically acclaimed loyalty club advert for Paddy Power. It affected me because of the, really the tabloids, really, the, the, the amount of crap and the amount of lies that they told. Rodri's brother is Wales football manager and former Manchester United winger and interim boss Ryan Giggs OBE. He was a, a, a young, humble, hard-working guy who becomes cocky, arrogant, thinks he can get away with anything. Person. Ryan is the most decorated player in the history of British football, having won 34 trophies over his 24 seasons at the club, including 13 Premier League titles, four FA Cups, three League Cups and two Champions League winning medals. Hello, Rodri. Thanks so much for coming on the show today. Hi, mate. You OK? Yeah. Uh, I tend to usually start by asking people what they thought of their intros. Did, uh, did I get any of it right? Did I get yeah. any of it wrong? Yeah, it was spot on. Yeah, spot yeah, on. Yeah. You uh, mentioned a little bit before that maybe some of the um, the order in which I, I mentioned yeah, your football was, career. Some of it was not in order, but yeah, give, give all, us a quick give correct. us a quick order of your playing uh, well, career, uh, as if I were looking at you on Football Manager. <laughs> well, I was younger. Well, I started Talk United at sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, then obviously I come back home, played for Salford, then went to Bangor, then went to Aberystwyth. Come back to Salford, went back to FC United, went back to Salford. <laughs> And ended up at best back at FC United. There you go. That is the kind of life of a <laughs> of a footballer uh, in the lower leagues, I guess. And uh, I've I've read a little bit about you. You said you've kind of mentioned before that you kind of prefer rugby league in a way. You've got your family ties to rugby league. <clears throat> yeah, it was. I preferred rugby league when I was growing up. Obviously, watching my dad week in week out. He was a professional rugby player, and uh, yeah, growing up, it was oh, cause I could play football, but if we had a choice, it would have been rugby. But. Uh, yeah, he ended up playing football for some reason. Yeah, uh, as ma- many <clears throat> members of your of your family did. Um, another question I tend to ask pretty early on in this is, uh, how did you? What was your initial thoughts when you first found out about this podcast and what the subject matter is? The reason I ask is because quite a lot of people who we approach who are uh, family members of someone famous or in the public eye, they tell us that they're not really interested in getting involved because uh, it's something they've tried to hide away from or sh- uh, shy away from or not really talk about. Uh, how how do you feel these days about uh, about that part of your life? I suppose. Yeah, well, I was probably around the, the same as that. 
but then about three or four years ago, uh, it kind of changed because you know I'm big on Twitter and and you just got to start and embrace this stuff and not try and just just, not just try and hide away. From yeah, it. and just try and embrace it. I'm a lot older now; I can deal with it a lot better. So yeah, I was that kind of mindset, but in the last three or four years, it's all changed, and I'm open to speak about anything really. I'm not really bothered. Yeah, and uh, now that you've mentioned it, uh, why don't we give your Twitter a plug? What's your Twitter handle? Oh, it's Rod James Giggs. And what's it? What do you tend to talk about? Football or, or personal stuff or not, both? Not, I'm not a big. I'm a, oh, I, I obviously look at it every day, but I'm not a big user of it every day. But yeah, I'm just make, basically taking fun out of people, having a bit of laugh with yeah. people. There are some strange individuals on Twitter, so you can't take it seriously. So yeah, yeah it's good fun. They certainly are. And we were talking before as well. So you've got a podcast. Uh, what's that called? <clears> and uh, what's that all about? Yeah, it's a football podcast. We do it uh, every Monday or Tuesday nights. Been doing it for three or four years now with Stell, and it's it's been going it's been going great. So if you want to catch us or try and listen to it, you can get it on Spotify, iTunes. It's uh, and what's it called again? Shoot the defense. Shoot the defense, and yeah. uh, kind of an, an hour look into into yeah, topical just, football just stories. Basically, we did one on Monday talking about the, the the national teams, how they get on, and and the upcoming Premier League games. Great. Okay, we'll make sure everyone who's listening, uh, if you're if you're of a football bent like I am a little bit, then uh, take a listen to Rodri's podcast. Um, so uh, I guess one of the big question to ask, really, first off, is is what has it been like for you being the younger brother of someone who, to let's face it, to a lot of people, is a living legend. And and by the way, by by the way, you've talked about it a little bit already. It sounds like um, maybe it was more difficult for you as when you were younger than it has been when it's older. So maybe like when you first, when Ryan first started becoming successful, how do you feel like it really affected you as a person? It affected me because of the really the tabloids really the, the the amount of crap and the amount of lies that they told and I was like a twelve thirteen year old and I couldn't understand how they could just just tell lies so kind of that really. Do you remember any specific? Not not, not not really. Not really. There was just every more or less every week. Yeah, and just couldn't understand it and I just thought to myself I don't want that. Uh, I was quite the type of a private person and, and I had the kind of mindset of, of a different mindset, which wasn't probably the right one. But yeah, I didn't want to, didn't like that. Um, what's the word? Publicity like or the inter- atten- intrusion, att- intrusion att- yeah, into your life. Attention yeah. and, and just basically just lies, really. And um, were they lies? Obviously, I, I assume mostly lies about Ryan, Ryan's private life and stuff. But in terms of trying to get hold of stories about Ryan did they intrude into your family's life and, yes. and doorstep you and stuff like yes. that yes the, the amount of times that <laughs> I laugh about it now but the amount of times the reporters would get scolded off my mum because she'd throw tea <laughs> hot tea hot soup so I uh, think they got the, the message in the not, end not in a kind of Boris Johnson comes out of his house and offers a cup of tea literally throwing tea literally at journalists. over the face scolding him yeah blimey <laughs> and so so what kind of years was this like early 90s yeah 90 Three, ninety four, ninety two. Yeah, and you were twelve or thirteen, and then so I mean, feel free not to talk about this at all if you don't feel comfortable. I saw an interview with you. I can't remember which one, but one of the ones you've done on TV, uh, and you mentioned that you got in a bit of a bit of trouble when you were was it when you were a teenager or something. Yeah, well, like this that? is the this is the, <clears throat> the other reason why I probably what which I'm not which I didn't like, but I, I would I kind of had a different mindset when I seen all that and got in a, the wrong group of friends mm-hmm. and I wanted to keep myself on a low key mm-hmm. because basically I was getting involved with criminals Okay, and that's the mindset that I would want, kind of went to 
So the publicity and the, the yeah. I, I didn't kind of like that. And and if you think about it from hindsight, <clears throat> do you think um, do you think that was kind of a natural reaction to all the publicity was was for you to then try and find something else to um, I don't know to work your adrenaline or, or, it, or it was a number of things. It was obviously my father, my father not being there, mm-hmm. my mother getting into a new relationship. Ryan was getting older; he was never there. So basically, I was always on my own. So right. it was kind of. I don't know. Maybe I felt comfort in that. I'm not too sure. Yeah, and and uh, don't have to go into it or anything. But like, how long did that last? What what kind of got you out of that? Oh, that situation? Uh, probably at the age of nineteen, twenty. I was getting involved with like criminal damages, little daft little um, charges, and then like petty criminal petty, stuff. Yeah. Petty criminal stuff, and then uh, on a night out to London, I come with my friend, and and his girlfriend was an estate agent, and she. We got talking. He says, "Oh, we need uh, someone in in our estate agents." Do you want me to ask my boss? Mm-hmm. So we had we had a meet the next day with my boss, and, and I ended up getting the job and moved down the next week. And then so it got from, it got you away from the group it, of yeah, people you were with. Got, I had probation. I had community service that I had to do, and I, and I just just got up to it and left and left to, to London. That bite me back in the, the bum in about two years' time when I was still down in London because the police pulled me over just for a general check. And then he PNC'd me, my name come up, and it was a no bail. Right. So I had to get delivered all the way to Manchester, went through all the courts. But yeah, that's, fr- that's frustrating because actually by moving to London, you got yourself out of that trouble. Well, and in, then, in the end, the and, judge seen that and, okay. and squashed all the probation, squashed all the community service, just give me a big fine because obviously he's seen I'd moved away, got a good job, and I'd kept clean. Brilliant. And um, last question on this. Like back then, how, how did Ryan react to you as your brother to you getting involved in some of that stuff? Do you feel, you know, did he really, did he kind of offer support, um, advice or anything? Or was he too involved in his own career? Yeah, I think he was too involved in his own career. Obviously, he probably got wind of it and see the people that I was knocking about with, but there was nothing he could do, really. Yeah. Um, and you don't you don't kind of, or, or you didn't ever hold any um, resentment towards him for not kind of helping you more no, back then or no, anything? No, no. No, not at all. Okay, and um, before this, maybe even when you were a bit younger, what was what was your relationship with Ryan like as brothers yeah, growing up? Really, really good. We were always always together, always playing football. He doesn't give the the doesn't mention me a lot about his football career, but I'm pretty sure he as good as he is is because of me or part part of the reason I, I am for that because you know he always wanted to be better than me. He always wanted to be, but I was never on that mindset. So very so so. Um, so competitive when playing together, yes. But, but you yeah. felt he was more more competitive, yes. and, and, and I, I I say that because after all this stuff happened with with with, with my ex wife and stuff, mm-hmm. he he was in a conversation and, and he said that um, we need to go back like to what we used to be and blah 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 blah. This so was that a family conversation he had between me and him? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He so he was suggesting we need to go back to why we were. We need to get rid of how my, my dad paired us against each other and I just didn't understand what he was saying right what was just for a bit of context for people who don't know what was the situation if you don't mind asking about uh, with your dad leaving and stuff because what I remember from... he was abusive to my mother he was, right. he was he was always drinking he was, he was yeah he was abusive because um, I was just going to say because what I remember from um, being a football fan growing up and knowing uh, reading a bit about Ryan was that that's where the whole kind of is he Welsh, is he English thing comes up is because your dad yeah. is English. Is that right? No, no. So how does it work? Every single person in our <laughs> Gets family it wrong. is Welsh. Oh, right, I see. Yeah. Oh, we, so there was we never... Po- oh, he just played for England schoolboys, yeah. that's right. My dad was, was African. He was, he was from uh, Sierra Leone, Freetown, his family, so he could wow. have played for 
Sierra Leone if he okay. really wanted to, but I doubt that. But yeah, he was never, no one in our family was English. He was all Welsh. So just basically press bollocks, more press bollocks that you were talking about before. Um, I think that's a really interesting thing that you mentioned is uh, obviously um, for those of, for those people who don't know uh, what you alluded to is that um, there was uh, Ryan had an affair with your ex-wife. And so then what you're saying is that when you had a, a talk afterwards about it, his way of reacting to it was to say, well, what we need to do is get back to what we were like when we were younger and we were brothers. And am I right in thinking then what you're saying is actually maybe... Well, what I rem- what I remember about us being brothers and us playing in the garden together and stuff is just you being so competitive and wanting to beat me. Oh, every I was time. competitive as well, yeah. but I didn't take that on to my to like your later adult, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really fascinating stuff. I'm sure it'll it'll come up again um, as we go along. Uh, do you? This is another question that we ask all of our guests. Do you remember um, the first time that you realised? like shit my brother is actually famous now like he's actually a really like really or maybe because it's more football more like he's actually made it or successful probably or the the uh, the last ho- the home game in the 1993 season where he scored a free kick and they won the Premier League so that against the Blackburn first time. Yeah. So that against Blackburn yeah. Yeah. yeah and were you in the stadium you used to, yeah. I read that you went yeah. and watched him a lot I went everywhere everywhere home and away yep and um and how did you react when you, you know, after that free kick went in, you know, coming, <laughs> away, coming away from the ground? I don't mean like literally in the game, but I mean, coming away from the ground thinking, wow, my brother is a yeah, huge was, star for... Yeah, it was good. It was good. You didn't feel... Uh, the reason I ask is, um, so as I mentioned before to you, when I was about uh, 16 or 17, my brother, who's a musician, got a big record deal with Virgin and ended up having a, a song in the charts and going on top of the pops and stuff. And what I really found at that time was that I... I kind of think I was fine with it but uh, and thought it was kind of normal in a way. But what I found was a lot of people, like family, friends and people around me, really tried to like almost overly check that I'm okay. How are you? You know, how do you feel? Yeah. All that stuff. Did, did that stuff ever happen with you? No, not really. It's, for a simple reason, I chose a conscious decision when I was 12 years old to, to start playing football. Yeah, I played it in school and I played it on the weekends, but... Didn't kick a ball in the week, didn't do do anything. If I would have done that, I pretty much guarantee it would have been better. And I, I know that for a fact, but I, I chose not to. I, I didn't want to, to go that football life. Mm. It come to 16, I get expelled just before I leave school. And then my mum starts, right, what are you going to do? Right. And what do you mean? She, well, you're going to have to get a job. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, and then a couple of football teams come into me and I think, well, I'll, I could play football, I'll do that instead. So I've gone to Turkey, gone on a trail, and then they've offered me a two-year contract. So then that was it. Mm-hmm. So then I'm doing that. And just to go back on something you said, you said you'd be better. Now, did you mean that if you tried it, you'd have been better than if you were football, or better than I'd, Ryan? If I'd have played football and I'd have been dedicated as he would have been, I would have been a better footballer than him. Really? That is a that is a amazing, that's amazing, like self-confidence. That's incredible. Well, I've probably never ever said that before, but yeah, I, I know that for a fact. Do you think, um, so do you think you guys as a family had a natural gift? Is that something oh, you were born 100%, with? 100%, yeah. It was obviously from my dad. My mum, my mum, my dad was an avid sportsman and my mum played a little bit of sports too, but yeah, it was definitely from, from my dad, yeah. I think that's really fascinating in terms of what, um, like the reasons why I think this... You know, sub- and I didn't have, have the same support too. This is another thing where I probably didn't because, you know, as a family, we all go and watch Ryan play, we all go... All go as a family and watch my dad play rugby mm-hmm. we all go for a family and watch Ryan play football yeah. and when Roger plays football he's just going on his own Yeah. so that kind of turned me off as well I didn't get this kind of same support so how, as a young yeah. boy and at the time do you remember how that made you feel 
well, just turn me off football. Just, what am I doing this for? And you, you didn't ever, I guess, I mean, if I were in your situation, I would have been too young to, to talk to my parents about it. And no, say, you, you don't. You, no, you no, can't, can you? Have no. you ever, have you ever broached you just, it you since? Just, you just play up and just mess up, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever broached it with them since? Like, no, talked about it with no, them since? no. Really, really fascinating. I, I was just going to say, I think one of the reasons I, I want to interview people who are uh, in a situation where they've been around um, famous people in their family or people in the public eye is just to get an idea of how it really uh, affected them like i and and i think this is quite um you know i think you've been incredibly honest and quite an intense example of it where it can you know maybe you're too young to even realize how it affects you but in hindsight you can really see how be it in your situation the lack of support or feeling perhaps like uh they're concentrating too much on your brother can can really make and this was, wasn't decisions. when he was playing for Manchester United. This was when he was a schoolboy. This so really? this doesn't come. Oh, he's playing for Man United. That wasn't. That's not the case. It was before that. Wow. Where we're all going as a family to watch each other, and then when I'm going, just someone, yeah. you know. And how much? Uh, your what's the age difference between you and Ryan? About three and a half years. Three and a half years. That's really yeah. I mean, that sounds like if I were in your shoes, I'd be really hurt by that. I'd be really hurt that I felt like my brother was being given more. I mean, in essence, it sounds like the way you're telling it, it's like being given more love. Well, they do say there's a favourite in the family, don't they? Right. And um, I also read, uh, I've heard that you said that basically you haven't spoken to your mum for a long time since that stuff happened. Is that right? Yeah, or? same time I haven't spoken to Ryan for eight, seven, eight years. Yeah. And is that just something that feels natural to you after everything that happened? Because it seems to me, I don't know why, I don't, I don't want, you know. Well, it's like I've done the affair. Yeah. And how is that possible, though? Because from an outsider, when I'm reading about that stuff, it's like, how is it possible that your mum... Because I haven't got 35 you... medals, I haven't played for Manchester United for 20-odd years, and yeah. I haven't got a big house. But I just can't see how that can be a justification for your mum, for example. Yeah, it's something you have to speak to her about, not me. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, not yet. I'm not going to call her onto the podcast. <laughs> no, I think no, some, no, no. I mean, something tells me They'll, they'll go gonna... on and say, you know, they were speaking to me, and then when I... After it all happened, six months down the line, and he said he's going to do this, he said he's going to do that. Hit heard nothing from him. As in stuff he'd said to make it up to yeah, you, kind of yeah, stuff, and apologise? Yeah, yeah, and let's be brothers again, blah, but nothing. No. And expects me just to forget it and just act like things normal. So no, I went to the papers, and from that day, they never spoke to me. Right, got it. Uh, I should say, I mentioned this to Roddy before he went on as well about um, stuff like that. My... My mum, uh, back in the day, also had done a, a story of the papers. And sometimes, you know, that's something definitely when I've been growing up that people frown upon you for. And, and they, you know, they almost do cut... They, a lot of people cut my mum off the day they do that. And I would just say, you know, it's not always quite as simple as it's made out in terms of you want to get... You, people want to get their story across and sometimes... Yeah, I've got to be many... careful what I say here. But, you know, when I seen that, that it was making stories up, that was my that was my chance to make a quick book. So if they would, I don't know how they'd get your number, but they'd get hold of you. Mm-hmm. So I'd make stories up. Really? I'd just make stories up. They would just make them up and, yeah, or they'd ring me and say, is this true? I'd say no and change it a little bit. Really? Yeah, all the time. So just to make a bit of money? Yeah. And that's wow. what I did for like three or four years and then, he thinks that I'm going to them, and to, it was just wasn't. So, it just wasn't the case. He's going. He's got like Wesley Brown, other United players coming. He's saying, "Oh, you told me you've been going to the press. You've been." It just wasn't the case. It was just crap. He was just trying to blackball my name to make me look out a bad person. And is that so? Is that is that stuff that was happening before all of the affair stuff came out? Or oh that... yeah, this is this is a, this was wow. This, this is was fascinating. This was from the age of sixteen to about twenty. 
right. Like one. right. So the press would come to you. Or and you'd get in contact with you contact somehow. You, and you'd make up stories to make a bit of money. Even when, about last year, they, they got hold of my number somehow and they says, oh, we, we believe that you've been seen in a nightclub with Ryan, four or five people have rang us telling you you've, you've, you've been seen. I didn't leave my house that night. Yeah. So I said, yeah, 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 it was me, yeah. And how does that work then? Do you say, well, I'll tell you if you, if you, no, I I just said, yeah, yeah, it's me. But okay, we'll send you, okay, no problem. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which, is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I read a lot about um, celebrities who set up photo shoots and stuff like that. Oh, that them. happens as well. All the time. You can tell. Who goes to the gym in? Yeah. Cake and makeup. Yeah. Um, in terms, You've talked a bit about how you felt differently by your family. Have you ever felt kind of outside of your family when people have found out your, who your brother is that you've been treated differently as a person than you would have been otherwise? Say that again. So I, I just mean like in terms of your everyday life, when people have found out, be it friends or be it um, work colleagues or people, when they found out that you're Ryan's brother, do you get the sense or have you had the sense that they've ever treated you differently than they were before? You, you do, but you know, over the years you, you can kind of smell it really. Yeah, so you suss out who you yeah. can trust and who you can't. Yeah. And how do you feel, you know, how does it make you feel when you, you know, that's, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but if you've got on with someone for a while and then you realise maybe they're just trying to leech off you or fight or get it close to it. It wouldn't get them. to that point where I've known them for a while to do that. 
really you can yeah, really sense yeah. it early on okay that's really good and um have you ever felt like you've had to try and hide it actually i, I think we kind of covered this you mentioned early, that, that you felt you had to hide it more when you were younger um can you think of any kind of real-time examples of where you've really had to like for instance i know that well, i when i went to Torquay, for instance yeah. I, i'm 15 years of age or 16 years of age and i've gone on trial and they said right you're going on trial but your name's rod jones what do you mean? So we don't want anyone to know that you're, you're, you're his brother because they might treat you differently, blah, blah, blah. So I'm at 15 years. Of age, why am I, so I've got to tell people, basically lie to people. Yeah. Rod oh, Jones? Yeah, that was my name, Rod Jones. Wow. And then obviously, over the week, yeah, it kind of come out. Uh, and they gave you the two-year contract. And um, do you think overall, looking back at your football career, uh, although you, you, know, you did say you weren't desperate to get into it, but it was something that happened anyway... Do you think that being Ryan's brother did affect you from getting uh, affect you from getting further up the ladder? Possibly, possibly, but n- not really. No, it was my own just toss football off, really, and, and then for someone who's got in a, about a month's time, has got to do, do a real job and think to myself, "Oh no, I can't do that," and then go to a trial of a professional football club without playing football for about a year and, and get a two year contract. So yeah, I've got to say that that shows how naturally talented you must be because a lot of people to even get to the to get to any kind of paid football have to work so hard to improve every day and if you're just turning I, up I've smoked as well I've been a smoker from 12 13 years of age but still the quickest still outpace everyone long distance yeah yeah what position what position is your what do you right like? midfield or center forward right so kind of a, a winger or yeah. a pacey striker yeah Wow, do you know what? As a, as a, I mean, I feel like everybody always wanted to be a footballer, but as someone who wanted to be a footballer, I just envy you so and, much and, to have and, that kind yeah, of and natural that's, talent. That's what I feel sorry, feel bad for because there's so many people that you see that that work so hard to be a footballer and just haven't got the talent, and, and then there's me just like tossing off. Then yeah, but I mean, you know, so did some of the greats of our time, yeah, George, true, George Best. True. You know, but you've got to live your life the way you want. It, so. No, absolutely, yeah. and you know, you don't seem like an un, you don't seem like you're unhappy with your life. You seem like a very no, no, happy I, I, person. I, I, I've still had a good football career. I still could do what I did. Do what I did. I just didn't do it with the the, the dedication that that really I, I should have done if I wanted to be a league football. But I didn't want to. No. So yeah. No. You said, what? I tried it. Tried, but I never really fully fully committed. So. Um. And talked about uh, a lot about kind of some of the negative effects of of being Ryan's brother. Have there been things down the years that you feel have been like positive effects of of being? Oh yeah, 100%, yeah. yeah. There's it's... always positives and negatives, and probably the positives outweigh the negatives. But you know, when the negatives come, they're, they're really bad. Yeah. No. Of course. Totally. It's like when I moved to to London. I've I'm, I'm got a great job, and then some fake shake decides to stitch me up with the news of the world, and, I, and I'm drug dealing my pimp, and then I can sack him back in Manchester. What happened there? I don't know about that story. <clears throat> you must have heard of the fake shake. Yeah, yeah. Alicia. He, well, he used to saw, he, well, yeah, he stitched well, up Sven Goran well, Eriksson. Yeah. Well, he, 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 I'm an estate agent. He, I've met him in a penthouse, servants all around him, and he, I take him out to see flats. He says he wants to lower the flats. He's going to pay up front. He's a big commission for himself. But then we get into speaking, saying he's over here. We don't want to be in the West End because we don't want to be seen. Can we can we go out in places in the East End? So I had places that I could take him. Mm-hmm. And it just, uh, it, it snowballs where he kept on asking me for drugs, kept him asking me for drugs. I said, listen, I'm not from London. I don't know anyone. I'm not a drug dealer. I don't know anyone in London who's got any drugs. Yeah. Anyway, a month later, he says, oh, he says, I'm going back to Manchester this week. And he says, oh, we're in Manchester. We met him in Manchester. He said, can you get any drugs? I, said, I know loads of people. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. Met him, met the person, give it him, and then he all had it all on camera. And 
Right. So you were secretly filmed yeah. and they'd spent months basically <clears throat> honey honeypotting you to stitch yeah. you up. Yeah. And then when you finally just put them in touch with some other people, they ran a story. Yeah. I get sacked, moved back to Manchester, but obviously it gets thrown out because the guy lied and just... So what, did it go to court? Is that what Yeah, it went to court the first day and the judge threw it out. So you were on trial for dealing drugs or...? S- supposedly, yeah. even though that I didn't touch no, it. No, 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 yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow, I didn't know anything about that. That's really, really... I mean... This fascinating was, this to hear was, but this also in, this that must, in 99 2000 it's still in the process with my lawyers about yeah that must be so devastating on a personal level though to it, lose what, your it, job it, and, and it know was that, because how can you trust of, anyone out of all the jobs and i've been a football i've been a i've been a football coach i've, I've done a lots of jobs that was the most enjoyable job i've ever had i used to love it yeah just and then a year later i get back to manchester a year later i'm in prison okay and what <laughs> le- what led you to that um, we're in Manchester and me and my friend and we go into a nightclub. Uh, we go in, I go into your own and so have a wee and then some guys next to me. Gigs this, gigs that, blah, 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 blah. Right. So I've walked out, gone over to the, the far side of the club. The guy's come over. My, my, blah, blah, blah. Same again. Just listen, just leave me alone, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Just carried on. So I said to me, right, we need to go. Mm. Left the club, went down the stairs outside the club and him and his mate come out again. Fight breaks out. Them two get beat up, and I go to prison. Right. So to me, that sounds like basically you, you know, Manchester. The guy was a Manchester City fan. Right. So Manchester's such like a goldfish bowl that the reality is is that you're known, your face is known, and people yeah. just use you to yeah. try and to try and have a laugh with their mates and yeah. wind you up. Yeah. I bet. How many times has that kind of stuff happened over your life? Not many times because I'm like I say, I used to be with some naughty people, but right, yeah, right, it, right. it can happen. That must be. I mean, you know, what horrible. <clears throat> Horrible stuff to happen. It is what it is. Yeah. You've just it's, given it's, a shrug. This, this is the stuff you, you've got to deal with it and that, that people don't know that you've got to deal with. Yeah. But yeah, you've got to deal with it. What are you going to do? Yeah. Honestly, Rodri, like you've been through a proper, you've been through a proper, I think on the X Factor, they probably call it a journey. But uh, in terms of, we haven't really broached on, uh, apart from family, like um, personal romantic relationships, do you feel like anything to do with, I mean, it sounds like I'm going to ask a stupid question here, obviously, because of what happened with your... I don't know how much you'd like to go into about your ex-wife and Ryan and stuff, how you found out about oh, it and all yeah. that stuff. I found out about it. I found out about it on, on, the, on the day the papers put it out. Yeah. yeah her mum comes to my house at six o'clock in the morning. I kind of had a, a, an inkling a couple of years before, but mum taught me out of it. What, what led you to that inkling? Because how long was the affair? Was it for ten years? It was for eight, but... She, they say eight, it was like for a year, then it'd be off for three years, then it'd be a, a, a so it wasn't for a full eight years. Got it. It was brilliant, and then it, yeah. So, what led you to that inkling a couple of years before? Um, it was the night of the United uh, party after a league or after some kind of party of United. And uh, I was supposed to be meeting her, and I was ringing her, and she wasn't, she wasn't answering. Mm. <clears throat> so kept her ringing kept her ringing she wasn't answering so I don't know where she'll be went to the party and she was in there and that's kind of from that you just got like a sense yeah okay and your mum you said you mentioned your mum tried to talk you out of yeah. it yeah do you think your mum knew uh, no. No. no 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 so what did she she just was like you're, she said no don't be daft yeah yeah you're being mad yeah. okay. my golden boy wouldn't do that Probably not in so many words, but that was the that was the uh, the tone in which you said it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can kind of get a vision for that. Um and then so you said your so was it your mother in law came to you at six AM on the day the papers came out? Yeah. And how did that conversation I mean, Jesus. 
and he well, wasn't much words. My friend come, who's now died recently. I'm sorry to hear um, that. It's okay. Um, yeah, he just basically said, get her out of this house. So, yeah, so she's out. And did she, um, after it all came out, did your wife attempt, or ex-wife attempt to, re- like, to, to keep... Well, she you, took the, the kids to Spain that yeah. the day before. Yeah. And turned the phone off, so... But was there any attempt at reconciliation with you after all this happened? Yes, what, yes, what, what but it was all not real. It was all fake. Just, oh, I feel sorry for you. I'll, I'll do and say the right things, but it was all, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ask a mad question, but it just kind of occurred to me. Do you think that would have happened if, let's say, Ryan wasn't a footballer, but you'd been married and he was your brother? 100% you... no. So what What kind of, what is it about him and his um, life as a footballer and as a well, famous he, person that he, led he, him to do that? Well, he's, he's just become a, a he was a, a, a young, humble, uh, hardworking guy who becomes still a hardworking guy, but a cocky, arrogant thinks he can get away with anything person. Yeah. Which obviously he can't. Mm. And I wonder if, I don't know if you've thought about this or whether it's a matter of, because he's able to get anything he wants, he then needs to try and go for things that he can't really have. Is yeah. that, is that yeah. how it was, you yeah. think? Yeah, 100%. And I wonder if then, I, I feel like probably then that... Pro- and, and it was basically what he said afterwards, it wasn't didn't mean anything, it was just sex. And was that what he said to you? Yeah. As if that would make you feel better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that must be that must be so devastating. And then, um, so how long was it after all that happened that you and your wife divorced? Ooh. Do you have kids? Did you have you have yeah, kids together? One. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, but and looking back on it in hindsight and all that stuff, you feel like you've recovered. You feel like you got oh, through yeah. it. Yeah, it took, took about four or five years, but yeah, I'm okay now. I mean, I think this is basically the most intense example of how fame has affected someone related to its personal life. It's it's literally just so intertwined. And and I think that answer you gave about it, it 100% wouldn't have happened if Ryan hadn't been a famous person. I just think, you know... It's not even your fault. He wouldn't have because he wouldn't have, have attracted that kind of person. And secondly, she won because he's a nobody. Yeah. And she was a wrong so you, so you in think, that kind of way. So you think she you think she was more attracted by the status than she was of, of oh, him as a person? 100%. Yeah. 100%. And are there, I mean, are there any examples from down the year? I, I don't know. I just think that's, you know, just such a horrible situation. It's pretty unique, isn't it? Yeah, it is pretty, pretty unique. Um, and uh, I no like. No one's been over that stupid. Oh, do you know what? I'm just thinking about it. Like, I wonder if, I wonder if there was. Like, such... I've just got married. No, call it a day now. No, he's ringing on the Monday. We get back. Really? Straight after you got married? And how did you find out all that stuff in about after it? she told me afterwards? So she kind of was quite truthful for you yeah. with you afterwards about yeah. everything that had happened yeah. down the years. Yeah. yeah, and did that make you feel? And then I kind of lied to him and tricked him, saying that she had recordings to tell him the truth, and then he did. Okay, so you kind of you managed to get to the truth via both yeah. of them. I said, uh, "Well, I've got the recordings. I'll just, I'll just public them. I'll just publish them." Oh right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I didn't, but. And um, I'd heard I've heard some stuff that down the years he's got out some injunctions and stuff against things. Is that is that right? That was never against me. I don't think. I think that was it. Imogen Thomas thing. Oh yeah, yeah. What was the story of that again? That he just had an affair oh, yeah. with her. Yeah, one of many. It doesn't. Um, yeah. Well, that, I was going to say before it strikes well, it's, me that it's it no. That I think that my my 
family think that, you know, oh, he's more like his father, mm. where he's more like my dad, my then he cheats on women. I don't do any of that. Right. That's what he did. Yeah. So that what fascinates me about all that side of it is that he he really portrays this or tries to portray this good that's guy, why, family that's man. That's why the tabloids, the Manchester tabloids were so much after him. Because they knew what he was like. So they know he's not butter wouldn't melt. The guy's yeah. he's what he wants. And did you did you feel like the Manchester tabloids were more after him than say the, the national well, yeah, tabloids? Yeah, they get to him in any, in any way possible and I was an easy target and I didn't really give it didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you embarrassed I don't care. No. I do what I want. But it must feel just to go back to it must feel it must feel really awful that you've lost you know, you've lost that side of your family, your mum especially. That must be really difficult. It is for my for my children, for, but on my side now, I don't really care. I really don't. I really don't. No, because she hasn't been fair to you. I really don't. I, no. It doesn't sound like I she's really been don't. equal or fair. Mate. And people say, oh, you, you can't sit. I really don't care. I really don't. I've got three children. I've got one of nearly five that she's never met. And I've got one that's 13 she hasn't seen for seven, eight years. Yeah. Now, what have they done? They live a mile away. Ryan's got a son that's exactly the same age. Yeah. These people should be mixing with each other and, and should be looking out for each other instead. They don't even know each other. Yeah, and that's the, the sad thing. And the people who've caused the trouble are the ones who have to extend the olive branch because otherwise it doesn't so, work. Otherwise, so yeah, I don't speak to any of my family. None of them speak to me. They all speak to Ryan. They all live in Wales, going going to Wales games, all nice, nice food, nice yeah. hospitality. Yeah, it's what they like. It's what they enjoy. I don't really, I don't get off on stuff like that. Never have. Yeah, just go and watch the football. Yeah, I'm okay. If you go in the players' lounge, I'll go. But it's, it's all pretentious crap. Yeah, yeah. It just sounds. It sounds like you've been through the mill, mate. It really does. I'm okay now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's good. It's good to get that stuff off your chest as well. Yeah, I think. Well, that's that's the thing with the Paddy Power thing. You see, it was so yeah. Let's talk at first. A bit about that. I was like, I, I sh- can I just say again, just on on air brilliant ad just a brilliant brilliant advert when i first saw it i didn't do you know what before i saw that i didn't really know who you were like obviously i knew he had a brother i knew a bit about it but i i, I wouldn't have been able to spot your face but a brilliant advert and really well i acted in it as well i have to say for a, for a non-actor did a brilliant job well like i say it's, it's good acting and you know john and other lads will tell you the same if you get good people around you good crew you know it's, yeah you, you have a you have a sense that something's going to be good you don't really know it is but the way it's all scripted and the way it's all done yeah. we had an inkling it was going to be okay yeah and what what does your what does your role as a, a paddy power uh, ambassador involve on a day-to-day basis um not much I really mean, not much. as a gambler do you get any free bets <laughs> um i'm not a big gambler as it goes but you know if you if you do gamble paddy power's the best site to be on oh, i was gonna say feel free to send uh, the host of this podcast some uh, some free bets uh, and i'll happily uh, switch over um and, uh, got a couple of years still in the pipeline, and you got to keep them up. Are there going to be any more? Are there going to be any more adverts? Any more? Any more stuff? Any more stuff like that? Uh, hopefully, hopefully we never know. You never know. Yeah, it is. It is. It was a year and a, and a couple of years option, but if it did well, they might do another one. But we don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Did you get to keep that car from the advert? <laughs> no, that's a no. shame. They, they asked me to if I wanted it for a week. I fucking drove it. It cost the house to drive it for a week. So yeah, because yeah, of the petrol price and stuff. Um, look, mate. Honestly, it's just been such a great chat. It's gone to places that I I wasn't sure we'd get to, and and it's I amazing say, to I'm be up, so open. I'm open about anything. I don't really, I don't really care. I'm sure someone might pick it up and, and 
make some different of it, but you know, no, well, it's all well, true. Do you know what? That's why I think is why it's good to to talk in this kind of forum because there's no way to twist what well, you're well, saying. This is why a good thing where I talk about my shoot defense podcast. If yeah. you've got anything to say, you can say it, and then it's out there. Yeah. And no, yeah. and no one can. Whereas in the papers, what they can try and do is, is twist the context, not yeah. say where you were, and, not say what the and situation. That, and that's is. why a good thing about Twitter. Oh, there's some weirdos on there, but you can you can say what you need to say, and and then it's, you know it's you. Yeah. And so, as well as the podcast, what are you up to at the moment in your life? You say you got your kids. Um, <clears throat> what kind of? Are you, yeah. What, well, I'm still. I'm retained at Paddy Power, so I'm still doing stuff with them. And are you, are you still doing uh, like coaching FC United that kind yes, of? Yes, I'm doing my badges at the minute, so. To be fully, fully qualified, where I can go anywhere in the world. And you get joy from from trying to help young players yes, improve. Yes, if it was coaching, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't go into men's. I'd probably. I want to be involved with 16, 17 year olds to make them better, and not make them a better football, but you know, make them a better individual because these footballers have got bad, bad rep, bad rep at the minute. And if you don't act right and don't, you know, you know, if you haven't yeah. got good stock and good family, then, then you could, could go pretty badly pretty quickly. So it's not all about the football. It's all about how you act off yeah. the pitch and. As an actor, as a human being, and as someone who's you know you've talked very openly about your journey and and some things that maybe uh, decisions you made that were wrong. It doesn't I would think that gives you a, a better standing as someone to coach kids yeah. to tell to tell them how it can go and how how yeah, how, yeah, how hard they need to work. Yeah, of course. You know, if you don't put the hours in, you don't eat the right stuff, you don't drink the right stuff, you're not going to make it. Yeah, you're just not. And you know, most of them hear that. All they hear is, "I'm not going to make it." They don't hear the rest. So you've got to put the work in, but you know, it, it, I say to them before, it's eighty odd percent of you lot will not make it. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. So, are you going to be the twenty percent? Yeah. Not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. That's, that's I mean, to be real. honest, I think twenty percent sounds quite high. Like maybe not not as many as not as much. It is, as 20%. It, it is a little bit higher than eighty percent, but. And um, so it's almost like the the it's like the Gary, the Gary Neville analogy, isn't it? Gary Neville, not the most talented player, but worked the hardest. Exactly. And exactly. If I had his work rate, I'd be like Ronaldinho, <laughs> with with the same curly yeah, hair. It's just, yeah, it's just just didn't. Yeah, it was just that's yeah. And can you pinpoint when you're coaching even now? Can you pinpoint when you look at a player, uh, or you look at his attitude? Or you know, he's got the desire required, Which or he very, doesn't. And can you change rare, that? In, can you change that in kids? Do you think? Yeah, you, you can, but it has to be very quickly. You know. Does it change in a week? Does it change in a month? Does it change in a year? And if it's changing a year, you're not really going to last. So it depends how old they are. Yeah. So you, you've got there's a lot of things you got to weigh up. Okay. And um, a question we always ask at the end is uh, this: If you could live your life all over again, but without having a famous brother, would you swap? No, because you know your life is your life. It's just yeah, no, no. You know things what happen to you in life make the human being you are. You know, I wasn't the best of people, but. I pretty think I'm, a, I'm an all right person, so yeah. Yeah, no, you, honestly, mate, thank you so much for coming on. It's honestly, it's been really Pleasure. great to talk to you. Uh, give one more shout out for your, your Twitter handle and also your podcast. Twitter handle is Rod James Giggs, R O D James Giggs, and the Twitter, uh, the podcast. podcast is Shoot the Defense. Go over, listen to Shoot the Defense if you're into football, check out his Twitter account, and uh, mate, I can't thank you enough. It's been a really uh, open and honest chat, and I've uh, really enjoyed it. Guys, please do click on that subscribe button and we'd love it if you'd leave us a comment too. Find us on Instagram at Almost Famous the Podcast and on Twitter at Pod Almost Famous. And until next time, thanks again for listening. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.